When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to State of the Steelers. I'm Daniel J., your Steel Curtain Network host. Today we're talking about uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers' uh, 2022 starters that are still on the team that could potentially not be a starter in the 2023 season. But before we get into that, let's cover uh, some rumors and some things that have gone on in the last week since we have spoken. First and foremost, the um, there's some rumors going around about the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers potentially being linked to a guy like um, like, a, like Delvin Cook, running back formerly of the Minnesota Vikings. My thoughts on this, first and foremost, on that aspect of it, is I think the Steelers are, are, are pretty good in the running back room. Um, would it be a, you know, an advantage or plus? Yeah, sure. You know, I, I do think that you find a way to you utilize a cook and, and, and utilize his skills uh, in this offense. And um, there definitely would be no excuse for this running game. But, you know, when it comes to philosophy, the Pittsburgh Steelers have been kind of a team that, you know, at least under Mike Tomlin, that like to have a bell cow type of running back. Uh, it seems like the Steelers have found a guy in a Jalen Warren that can kind of lighten the load, so to speak, for Najee Harris. And, you know, Najee's, I mean, Jalen has come in in phenomenal shape, phenomenal shape. You know, he looks uh, like he jacked up, looks impressive in camp, you know, and I think that he is a guy that is going to be a very He's going to be a great change of pace back to a certain extent. You know, he's not a speedster. He's not going to be a guy that's going to be gone, you know, um, for four speed, you know, things of that nature. Um, however, you know, I like what he does with his hips. I like the way he moves. And I like the way he can um, 
get through the uh, the offensive line. His vision is fantastic, and I think his you know most underrated uh, skill is his passing game. You know, he's been talking in a couple of different interviews and talking about how he's really wanted to learn how to um, hone in on his craft when it comes to reading defenses, knowing when the defenses are in like cover two, cover one, man, you know, the whole nine yards. And he really wanted to focus in on that because he felt that it could improve his pass blocking skills. You know, knowing what the defense is doing and where they're trying to attack is, it's just one piece of the, uh, of the problem, so to speak. And, you know, for a lot of guys, I guess, you know, they utilize their skill and their athleticism to be able to put themselves in position uh, to do well. But when you can combine those things and like Jalen Warren has said in multiple interviews, just be a baller. And you combine those things with um, getting everything right upstairs and the mental preparation and understanding, you know, what you're doing, why you're doing it. And and being able to go out there and just react and move smooth and free and, and fluidly. Uh, then you have a better opportunity of having a positive influence on the team. You know, Jalen Warren, in fact, mentioned something very similar to that in uh, several of his press conferences. You know, when you're thinking, you're you're stuttering, so to speak. You're slowing down. And so moving with fluidity, uh, I think, is the um, it's the best route, in, you know, in any position, in my opinion. You know, when you're having to stop and think, I think it does slow you down. So for me, you know, having a cook come in here, uh, I, don't, I don't I don't think so. I don't think that's going to be the mindset of the Pittsburgh Steelers unless there's an injury. You know, if somebody goes down, something happens, and I, for one, definitely could see the Pittsburgh Steelers picking up that phone call. Now, because Jalen – after I me, mean, because after Jalen Warren, there's not much uh, there. I mean, who who expects to have an all-pro type of running back as your RB3? You know what I'm saying? If your expectations is there, is that high on, on the – depth chart at the third running back position. Uh, I mean, I think then that team probably, you know, didn't address their team in the proper means. It's not fantasy football. You don't want to have that many running backs. You want to address it appropriately. And so to me, the third running back on this team needs to be able to tackle, needs to be able to cover on special teams and block as well. And so, um, I think the Steelers are fine in that position unless injury were to come about. Now, the next biggest rumor that has been kind of going around and, and out there is that the Steelers are um, possibly in the mix for trading with Washington Commanders for Chase Young, a uh, outside linebacker. Now, me, for one, first and foremost, I think the position has been addressed. What I... <laughs> but I take it for sure. He's a guy that the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin once said, you know, I don't want to have to lose as many games to get a guy that looks like you on my team. He was impressed by his skill and his ability, and rightfully so. He was a top uh, draft prospect and draft, draft pick when he was selected. He uh, ended up, the Washington Commanders did not pick up his fifth-year option, so you know, he's, if the Steelers were to trade for him, there's more. There's a lot to that trade. You're looking at the compensation to facilitate the trade. You're looking at the compensation to the player this year. And if you're giving up any significant amount of trade value, then you're looking at the compensation for the future of this player, the extension, how much you're going to pay him. 
And right now with this defense being paid as much as it is, do the Steelers have the money there? Yes. In fact, right now, I believe the Pittsburgh Steelers are sitting at 11th in available cap space um, with approximately about 15, $15.2 million in availability. Can they afford him? Could they afford to bring him on, structure a deal for him? 100%, 100%. But I think the Pittsburgh Steelers have addressed the depth at the outside linebacker position. You know, you go out, then you get a Marcus Golden. Um, you also select a Herbig in the draft um, to back up TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. I think you're pretty much covered in that, in that position. You know, does a Chase Young come and make your team better, make your depth better? 100%. And I think you would be a uh, I think you'd be naive to believe otherwise. However, I just don't know if it's worth the compensation that you're losing on both aspects of that. So to me, I think these rumors are probably just that rumors. Do you pick up the phone? Do you answer the call? Sure, you do. Sure, you do. You want to listen to what it's worth 100 percent. But do you pull the trigger on it? Yeah, you know, I don't think it's you know there right now. Now there's some injury or something like that happens, and you know through the course of of uh, mandatory minicamp or OTAs, I mean training camp or preseason. Then yeah, 100. percent You're gonna have to go out there and 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 bring in somebody, bring in a guy that can you know uh, make sure that that drop from a TJ Water or Alex my Alex Heisman isn't too far. Right. You know, like last season, Malik Reed and Jameer Jones, that was a significant drop when you went from TJ Water, Alex Highsmith to those guys. Nothing against them. They're great players. I'm sure of it. They were ballers in their own respective, you know, collegiate careers or um, even professional careers at a certain time uh, and, and in high school. But, you know, last season, while a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers, it wasn't impressive. And so, with that being said, I, I think that those two. Rooms have been addressed, the running back room and the um, uh, outside linebacker room, and the depth is good to not facilitate or to comply with what needs to be done to make these rumors true. I don't think uh, Dalvin Cook or uh, Chase Young will find themselves in the black and gold city anytime soon. Maybe next year when um, Chase Young is a a uh, unrestricted free agent if he ends up spending you know his fourth season with the uh, with the Washington commanders uh, perhaps maybe the Steelers bring him in maybe they talk to him and we'll see what happens there but for now I don't think that that's the case now when it comes to you know the Steelers having about 15.2 million dollars left in cap space you know well, what are they going to do a lot of people want to know right my opinion, I think that there's going to be some conversation to extend number 56, Alex Highsmith. And for me, at least, I think that's a good move. I think that would be a great move for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You also have to put some money aside for just in case if things were to happen, if there's an injury, you know, and you do got to go out there and get a Dalvin Cook or a, uh, you know, trade for Chase Young and, and have to pay that man, you know, at least for this season or for whatever the case may be. Uh, then uh, you know you're gonna you're gonna have to have some rainy day money, so to speak. Now, some other things that I I kind of wanted to to touch on before we get into the topic uh, of today's topic is something that I had seen is um, you know while while looking up 
you know, Pittsburgh Steelers news and rumors um, is talk about Isaiah Loudermilk. Is it is it time for you know is is his time running out? I mean, last season he didn't make a uh, you know he wasn't really an impact on the field very much when he did make the team or when he did get a helmet early on in the season he didn't have one until you know injuries started to mount up and then you saw him getting an, uh, getting a helmet. The Steelers go out there and get a Keanu Benton. Uh, and they bring in a uh, Fihoku, and you know you're you're just kind of starting to see the uh, the writing on the wall on the wall when it comes to Loudermilk. You know he was a guy that you know had some impeccable size, you know things that you can't teach, so to speak. Um, you know he's got the intangibles. He kind of looks like uh, Cam Hayward, uh, sort of, sort of, and so. Um, you know, there was a lot of hope he was going to be a project. I think a lot of people look at him and think, you know, negatively because, you know, Steelers traded a, you know, fourth round to get back into the fifth round to 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 pick up an Isaiah Loudermilk. So not only was he, a, you know, worth the fifth round pick that he was taken at, but also the following year's fourth round pick. And it just not hasn't hasn't just worked out this, you know, up to this point yet. Um, we'll see. You know, if anything, he does make for some great depth, but that's not. Yeah, that's not what you want when you're trading, you know, draft um, draft stock to pick up a guy. So uh, I saw this and I, I thought maybe I'd just comment on that briefly. But let's get into um, let's get into today's topic. So I want to talk to you guys about a couple of players that were starters in the 2022 season for the Pittsburgh Steelers that potentially aren't going to be starters and who they may be replaced by that are currently on the team. You know, there's obviously some players that were starters, such as like, you know, both middle linebackers and Miles Jack or Miles Jack, Robert Spillane and Devin Bush were, you know, are all, you know, been out. And so um, obviously those positions have new starters in them. I just want to talk about mainly players that are still currently on the team, but no longer um, who are in danger of losing their position. And so let's start off with um, on the defensive side. So Martavius Adams is a guy that started in the uh, nose tackle position. As I mentioned in the, uh, you know, a little bit earlier, the Pittsburgh Steelers went out and got a rookie in um, Keanu Benton, a guy that is, you know, it's got the size, the physicality, all the measurables. Just got to see if they can coach him up. I think he's a guy that can find himself, you know, in the uh, starting role or in the starting lineup um, for the defense uh, in, as a nose tackle and uh, in those heavy sets, trying to stuff up the middle. Um, nothing against Martavius Adams. I think he's he did fantastic with the uh, with what was expected of him. You know, when he's came in, you know, not just last season, but the season before, you know, coming in off of the I believe it was the practice squad from the New Orleans, New Orleans Saints. Uh, after Tyson Alualu went down with a uh, ankle injury, um, you know there was some time there after Tyson Alualu went down with an ankle injury, and the time that Martavius Adams was a member of the Steelers. And during that time that he was uh, that the Steelers were looking for a su- suitable nose tackle, the middle of the defense was just getting torched, and Martavius Adams was able to come in there and kind of take control of that. Was it perfect? No, but it was significantly better than what we had seen throughout that season up to that point. Another person that I think that is in 
probably in danger of losing their starting position. It's going to be Levi Wallace. I do think that Levi Wallace is a guy uh, that might lose his position to a Joey Porter Jr. Now, obviously, all this you know depends on uh, their ab- ability and how preseason goes and, and all that other stuff. But you know, I think that for the Pittsburgh Steelers, if things were to work out in the in the manner that they want it to work out, I think that they would want their 32nd overall pick to be able to um, solidify an outside CB2 position at the very least throughout this year, in my opinion. And so, you know, I think that, though, is probably going to be something that takes a little bit of time. I think that, um, you know, I don't think that's going to be something that's going to be week one. I think that the Steelers are going to utilize Patrick Peterson, Levi Wallace, and JPJ at the, you know, throughout the game at different packages. I think that there's going to be times where um, Patrick Peterson is going to be dropping into the slot and allowing for JPJ to come in, Joey Porter Jr. to come in and work a little bit on the outside. So those are my predictions for that. Those are what I think as far as the, um, you know, how the defense is going to end up working itself out. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a few uh, moments for a couple of our sponsors. Um, when we get back, we're going to continue with other starters that potentially are at risk of losing their job in the 2023 season. Don't go anywhere. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ain't the worst looking man you've ever seen. There I am on the sub 
Hey, check it out. You made it back to the other side. Welcome back to State of the Steelers, to Steel Curtain Network, your audio podcast that has your daily, sometimes multiple times a day, coverage of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thank you for joining us. If you guys are on the Apple side, give us a five-star rating. If you guys are watching us on Facebook or any of those things, well, you're not watching this on Facebook. I'm sorry. I got confused. Uh, on The Hangover, which is a good, you know, a good segment in. If you guys aren't aware, I am on The Hangover with Shannon Wine. We air Monday live at 5 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and um, Behind the Steel Curtains Facebook. That still exists. And and, uh, and I think on Behind the Steel Curtains Twitter as well. That still exists. But the main places that you're going to see it is, is Facebook, YouTube, and uh, and you'll also hear the replay here on the audio side. If you're not checking it out, go check it out. 5 p.m. Eastern YouTube Live. There's so much stuff that goes on. You'll be able to see what we look like. Put a face to our voice, so to speak. And go check that out. Uh, if you're listening to me, I'm sure you're listening to all the other audio stuff that's been going on. You know, you have you know, the Let's Ride with Jeff Hartman. You have uh, Brian Anthony Davis with Bad Language. Stack Geek with Schofield. On Sundays, and I forget to mention this, but on Sundays, the Steelers also have the Q&A show. Now, uh, I believe it's the 25th of this month. Uh, that show is, uh, is hosted by Jeremy Betts, another fantastic um, staff writer and um, podcaster for, for Steel Curtain Network. Uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be uh, co-hosting with him or be a, you know, he'll be hosting and I'll be a guest on that show. So make sure you guys check that out. And check out all the other content here at Still Current Network. So let's get back into the content. Uh, when when I was looking at this, like you know, what Steeler players are at risk, you know, that were a starter in 2022 at risk of losing their jobs. You know, I looked at the offensive side. Now I think that obviously the running the the quarterback room, the running back room are pretty set in stone. Um, the receiving group. You know, I think Deontay Johnson is going to end up being your wide receiver one or at least get the majority of the targets. You know, I know, there, you know, George Pickens is emerging and a lot of people, including myself, think that he probably should get more targets. I think that the way the Steelers utilize the wide receiver position and the roles of the wide receivers, I think that will end up working out where Deontay Johnson ends up getting majority of those of those passes. Now, here's where it's going to start to – I think that we're going to start to see some changes. When the Pittsburgh Steelers go into 12 personnel, which is two tight end set, and they start off the game in that set, I think that uh, one, Zach Gentry, who was the uh, second tight end on the depth chart, you know, throughout the year 2023 will end up losing his starting position to Darnell Mount Washington, number 80 of the Pittsburgh Steelers rookie, Mountain of a man, beast, a guy that can block, catch, do it all, hurdle, it's fast. You know, this guy is probably going to be a person to deal with in the NFL, and I could not be happier that the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, got this young man. The only thing about about uh, Darnell Mont Washington that I uh, that that I would have preferred more is if the Pittsburgh Steelers would have gave him that zero. You know, if they would have given him. You know, number zero versus 80, I think that would have been that would have been awesome. I think I would have already had 
a Washington jersey by now. But I think he's going to be a guy that ends up taking over in that position. I think he's going to be a starter there. I don't think he's going to surpass a Pat Fryermuth. Even in even in Georgia, um, Washington wasn't the primary tight end. And so, you know, not saying that Fryermuth is a better route runner or receiving um, tight end or, thing, or anything like that. I, I think right now he is. You know, and so because of that, I think he's going to, and I think that Pat Firemuth is probably one of the top eight tight ends in the league. Yeah, it's going to take some time for Washington to surpass him if he ever does. And one thing I do think that he may surpass Firemuth in is in that blocking situation. You know, you're not known as a sixth offensive lineman for, you know, and being that size and, you know, for a reason. You're known for that for being a reason, for a reason. And when you see, you know, Mount Washington, I keep calling him Mount Washington. That's just going to be it. I'm just going to be calling him that. When you look at Washington and what he's able to do with that sled, it is, you know, it's next level compared to the other tight ends. Um, this is really going to help out the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially, you know, with disguising what they want to do. You know, in, in years past, how often did we hear lineman eligible often on the field? Now that can be replaced with a tight end and, it thus leaves options there for that player. It's not just a running pass or a play. And if it does end up turning into a pass play, uh, you know, that's one more route they have to worry about versus, you know, I know we all saw Zach Banner running out, you know, running routes and was hoping that, you know, the combination of Mason Rudolph and, and, and Duck Hodges were throwing the ball. Uh, it never did happen. I, I feel very confident that that's not going to be the case with Darnell Washington out there. I think that he's going to have his fair amount of targets and, and, and balls thrown his way. So I think that that's going to be our first guy on the offensive side that's potentially going to lose their starting position when the Pittsburgh Steelers start in 12 personnel. Now, here's the here's where the big ones come into play, right, and where. You have the offensive line. So the Steelers went out and drafted a Broderick Jones out of Georgia in the first round, moved up in the first round to 14, trade with the Bill Belichick New England Patriots. And you don't do that, in my opinion, without having gone up there and finding a starter. Now, I don't know if, if Jones is going to end up being, you know, week one starter, but I think when it's all said and done in 2023, Broderick Jones will be your starting left tackle. You know, I think the talent and the ability is through the roof. Uh, it's just honing in that, going through it with a fine tooth comb and, um, you know, really perfecting his craft. And by all accounts, Pat Meyer has really stuck to the side of Broderick Jones to get him prepared. Now, in my opinion, you don't get him prepared in that manner if you're not anticipating starting him early, right? Now, if your goal is to kind of work him in and work him in at his own pace and, and, and things of that nature to make sure that he's good to go middle of the season after the bye week, whatever the case you want to put it at, uh, I don't know if you're on him as much as they are on him now. So I think that's a big tall tale. Also, the next tall tale is that Dan Moore has taken some snaps. It doesn't sound like it's a lot but he has taken some snaps at the right side. Could it be an anticipation for, you know, seeing the writing on the wall, knowing that Ryder Jones is probably going to be the left tackle and that if Dan Moore wants an opportunity to start on this team, he's going to have to transition to the right side and compete with Chooks Comafor. 
I, I think that's where it is right now. You know, in my opinion, if you were to ask me now, according to videos and things that I've seen about practice and from all indications coming out of practice, Dan Moore really took this challenge on. And by challenge, I talk, I'm talking about the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers went out there and got a first round left tackle and basically said and came in with the um, attitude that I'm not going to give anything up and completely, you know, came in in tip top shape, the best shape of his life, from my understanding. And this is heavier, but looks lighter, meaning that he gained muscle, gained some strength and really putting it out there. Now, iron sharpening iron and, and competition building out the best out of both, you know, players that are competing. That's only going to make for a better offensive line. There's a good opportunity that Dan Moore wins that right tackle position. You know, I often said last season that um, at the end of the season that PFF had came out with a, um, a chart that talked about how often, you know, teams were leaving their uh, tackles on an island and the success rate of those tackles when left on an island. Now, the Steelers were kind of in the middle of the pack towards the bottom end with Chicks Core 4 and Dan Moore. However, the Steelers left Dan Moore just slightly, not by a lot, but slightly more on an island more often than they did Chicks Core 4. And Dan Moore also won those one-on-one -on -one battles or, or won those – um, matchups where he was on an island more often than Chicks Corfor did. Now, everybody knows about PFF, and um, you know, everybody has their opinion about PFF. Is there a, uh, you know, are they completely accurate? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so, but they do put in a lot of work. And um, with that being said, you know, those are the stats that they're able to determine. And it's like I said, um, it is their opinion, but it does seem uh, to be. Um, there's something. Sorry about that. It does seem to be something there. Now, for the last position battle there for the offensive line, in my opinion, or last player that was a starter on the offensive line last season who has already lost his position is one Kevin Dotson. His attitude to most has been opposite of what Dan Moore is uh, in, in opinion, right? You know, Dan Moore came in, he hasn't really talked you know, a lot about it, just kind of says, hey, control what you can control and work on your craft and, and basically um, tell the Pittsburgh Steelers with your actions that they made a wrong move in selecting somebody in your pick. Kevin Dotson has come in and kind of like, you know, had some statements like, you know, you don't pay an, an Isaac Sayamalu, you know, the amount of money that they do without starting them and, you know, kind of, you know, a negative attitude towards this. So woe is me. I've lost my position. Yada, yada, yada. I don't like the, the way he's going about it. It's unfortunate. Uh, but I do think that he did lose his position already. He is with the backups and the, person that is starting over him is Isaac Sayamalu. Uh, I think that Sayamalu, who was given some high praise from Kelsey Center for the Eagles, a team that uh, Sayamalu was just recently uh, a part of, has given them the highest of praise, saying he's one of the smartest persons in football that he's never met, and the Steelers got a steal. I think that's true, and, I, and I'm really looking forward to see what this offensive line as a unit can do. It's been a lot of changeover over the last couple of years, a lot of new players and new positions. 
You know, if, if Broderick Jones ends up starting, uh, you know, and, you know, you look back a couple of years ago, you know, Big Ben's last year as a, you know, a uh, NFL quarterback, you know, he had Dan Moore on the left side. Trey Turner, I believe, was his left tackle. You know, yeah, had Kendrick Green as a uh, as your center. Um, and not to mention, you were also assuming that Zach Banner was going to win that left tackle position, but you know he didn't come back from the ACL correctly. You know, on the right side, you were expecting to have um, DeCastro, but he ended up retiring, forcing you to bring in um, who was it that they had. I'm just going off of my memory right now, y'all. And they had Cheeks Core four on the right side. So there's been so much turnover. You know, now, you know, last season the Steelers bring in, you know, Mason Cole and James Daniels. And now they have in, you know, a uh, Broderick Jones and an Isaac Sayamalu. You know, from a couple of years ago, there's only going to be one guy left on the team, you know, as a starter on that offensive line. Complete turnover, which I think if 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 that room is lacking, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to, you know, change it out. They did that with the middle linebacker position this offseason as well. I'm not surprised that they're doing it with the offensive line over the last couple of years, given the fact that their success hasn't been that great. But I do think this is going to be one of their stronger rooms um, right now. And so I'm looking forward to this team, man. I I really am. Uh, And as far as special teams goes, I I think there's going to be a battle for punter and long snapper. Christian Kuntz is a guy that, you know, he didn't have anything crazy, but he did have some high snaps, nothing that got away from you know, the holders or anything like that. But I do think there's going to be a battle there for a long snapper and punter. I think Chris Boswell is going to be safe. But that's all I got for you guys today. If you guys are listening to this, like I said before, on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. Anywhere else, if you have a chance to follow it, follow us. Hit that download button. That way um, you don't miss any of our shows. That being said, we'll see you on Monday. Peace. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.